In the name of Jesus, amen. Please be seated. Our Lord exhorts us in Hebrews chapter 10 not to neglect to meet together, as is the habit of some, but to encourage one another all the more as you see the day drawing near. As our world grows increasingly chaotic and all earthly foundations are crumbling, it's all the more important that our Lord calls us together as his church. He calls us together in his name to receive his gifts together, that he would be our peace in the chaos, our truth in the midst of so many lies, our God above all things. So it's good for us to gather together as a full congregation in one service from time to time even, in unity, rejoicing together as one church family. But coming together in unity to receive our Lord's peace, we heard a pretty harsh gospel lesson from Luke 12. Jesus said, I came to cast fire on the earth and do you think that I have come to give peace on earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. They will be divided, father against son, mother against daughter, and so forth. Could there be a more inconvenient gospel for me to preach on for Church Family Sunday? Is this the gospel? Is this the way we would have our Lord Jesus? What happened to the Prince of Peace? What happened to the Christmas Eve, peace on earth, goodwill toward men? Well, as jarring as it is, this is the gospel because it comes from the mouth of Jesus. But we do need to do a little bit of unpacking to understand why and how it is the gospel. So first, the fire and the baptism. Verse 49, I came to cast fire on the earth, and would that it were already kindled. I have a baptism to be baptized with, and how great is my distress until it is accomplished. Fire is wrath and judgment talk, as fire was poured out on Sodom and Gomorrah, for example. And the eternal judgment against sin in hell is described with fire almost every time Jesus talks about it. Mark 9, hell's fire is described as never put out. As the final judgment in Matthew 25, Jesus says to unbelievers, depart from me, you cursed, into eternal fire prepared for the devil and his demons. And in Matthew 13, Jesus says, and they will cast them into a fiery furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So in short, fire is the eternal wrath of God upon sin. But isn't that exactly what was poured out upon Jesus on the cross? On the cross, as Jesus cried out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Jesus was baptized with the eternal wrath of God upon sin. It was poured out on him like water on a baby in baptism. On that cross, fire was cast onto the earth, but not on you and me, on our Lord Jesus. 
That's the, baptiz the baptism he would be baptized with, that he wanted it to be over. That's the fire he had to endure, that we deserved. Such is his love for you and me, sinners condemned by the law. He took the punishment we deserved on the cross, and only there, by his cross, do we have salvation. Only by the cross. And that is a message that brings division. As Jesus talked about the division that comes in the gospel lesson. Because the cross divides. Jesus can't take our sin upon himself if we don't know what sin is. So a line is drawn, dividing between good and evil, right and wrong, sin and righteousness. There must be division. Otherwise, what are we being saved from? If everything is good, then there is no evil to be saved from. If nothing is wrong, then there is no wrong to be forgiven. So the cross draws a line. Holy versus unholy, life versus death, good versus evil, truth versus false. And in that way, Jesus brings division. Holy, the very word holy means set apart, which means that there is a division between what is set apart and what things have been set apart from. If everything is set apart, then nothing is. For the cross to bring life, you have to know what death is. For the cross to forgive sin, you have to know what sin is. If the cross alone is true, then all other ways have to be false. All of this divides. Since it is rejected by this world, as we know well, where the gospel of Christ Jesus crucified for sinners is denied and rejected, we're going to find division. So division cuts through this world, even and sadly through our own families. As Jesus himself said, father against son, son against father, mother against daughter, and so forth. As the word of the cross goes into this world, it is rejected in arrogance by some, and yet heard in faith by others. And there we see division. For there is no middle ground. It's either Jesus crucified for sinners or not. So let us be faithful. In that proclamation of the gospel of Christ crucified for us, for undeserving sinners, the Lord tells us there will be division, not to depress us, but to encourage us to be faithful. It is not easy when the gospel is rejected by the world, especially when it's rejected by those that we love. But just because the gospel is rejected doesn't mean we stop preaching it. In fact, the rejection by this world is a reminder that we're doing it right. So may our Lord keep us steadfast in his word especially in these days of darkness and distress. As we sang in our opening hymn, give us lips to sing thy glory, tongues thy mercy to proclaim, 
throats that shout, the hope that fills us, mouths to speak thy holy name. May the Lord bless the teachers of our day school and Sunday school and the parents of our children, that they would be unwavering in their proclamation of the Lord's truth in a world of lies, that they would be clear about Christ crucified for sinners. And may the Lord's church continue speaking that word faithfully here in this place. May we speak that word with the constant prayer that when we are found in our own arrogance and sinfulness, that the word of the cross would grant us repentance and turn us to the loving embrace of our Lord. Where there are those living in fear or doubt, may the word of the cross grant sureness of faith. And where there is division in any family, we pray that the Lord would turn all in unity to hear his word of salvation with ears of faith so that all in oneness would rejoice in his gospel of all sins forgiven. In the name of Jesus, amen. We stand and confess our Christian faith in the words of the Nicene Creed.